right, we're back. We're back on this, Seeking Wisdom. You got to do an intro. This, this is your this, show, this, man. This, this is, is uh, it's weird because uh, G2 here upgraded the mics here. We're far away. So we're far away. We're not used to being close so you can see our yeah. faces. I don't know how I feel about that. The mics have changed, but the good news is that we're still talking about me being in Europe, which is good. It's good. Which is it's good. never going to end. That's, that's, that, <laughs> that's the gift that keeps on giving forever. DC texted so, me. Anyway, he texted I'm, me the other day. He said something about, you're three and a half weeks. <laughs> As each day passes, it Three and a half longer. weeks in Europe. <laughs> Three and a half weeks All right. in Europe. So by popular demand, we're going to do an episode on one of our favorite books we've never talked about. But I saw we're you. About a book? We're going to talk about a book. Oh, awesome. You talk about this book a lot and you have talked about it a lot recently. And so I said, you know what? Let's do an episode on this. Somebody actually suggested it. So we're going to talk about Thinking Fast and Slow okay. today. Daniel Kahneman. By Daniel Kahneman. I want to show something. I want to teach people. I want to share a lesson really quick. What kind of lesson? So, marketing lesson? I want you to teach a marketing lesson. So this fall, we did a bunch of So if you're listening to this, ads. you're missing out yeah, because DG is showing us up to go to YouTube, subscribe yeah. to Drift. Yeah. G2 needs subscribers. Yeah. And you'll see what he's holding up here. And so we do a, a video version of the mm-hmm. podcast there. He's holding up something that came in the mail today. Came in the mail today. This is pictures of these ads that we did across San Francisco for the last probably 60 days. Yep, billboards. Great present, right? Because you know, amazing you photos. Stroke the eagle. Look at that! Look at that! Bus shelters, yeah. signs. We had a, we had a, a double decker bus. IKEA Association, right a there. Train. Wow, the IKEA. I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. In the train station, Fourth and Market, bunch of bus shelters, and so. So I opened this up, and I was excited. And this is how it usually goes. I get excited about something, and then DC says, "Then I tear it down." Hold on a second. This is cool, but what did you say? I said, that's cool, but here are the problems with it. That's usually how I start my uh, conversations (laughs) with GG. That's cool, but here are my challenges. We got this from a vendor who did the billboards for us, and I said, the vendor's name and logo, which he's covered up here, we don't want to shame him, is bigger than our logo on this thing. And this is supposed to be a present for us. So we have a tiny little drift. Can you even see this? Yeah, in the left corner. And we're hiding the vendor's logo, but it is massive. It's 10 times the size. And then it says thank you on it. Yeah. And I said, I said, this is nice, but you should... Yeah. We would never hang this. Never hang this. Because this is just an ad, a.k.a. a billboard, for this vendor. Yeah. Like an amazing present would have been for him just to send the photo. I would have removed the thank you. Yeah. Not even our name on it. Just put the photos. Let the photos pop, mm. right? Let the photos do the justice. Mm-hmm. Then we would have hung this on here in our office. And then when someone would have asked about it and amazing. said, wow, those are amazing... I would have said, yeah, our friend over at XXX company hooked us up with these billboards and he would have got a referral. Come on. See, this is unintentional. That is such a good marketing lesson because I think what happens is marketers, we want to, that's got to be mine. I want you to know where it came from. They want to go right right for the clothes. Yeah, they want to go right. This is the whole, like, this is actually related to, like, our take on lead forms and gated content and selling. Like, the way that DC's play would have been the Gary V or the something we talked about playbook here, which is the DC playbook, which is give, which (laughs) is the DC playbook. Playbook. No, it's different. Gary talks about punching. We don't punch people. No, no. Our playbook is give, 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 and then ask. Yeah. Right? Or just keep give, give. Actually, my playbook is different. Our playbook is give, 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 then they ask. Yeah. Very give, different. Give, 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 give some haters, even though we give. Yes. And then. A lot of haters, even though all we do is give. So I anyway, know. For, there's your but un- then, uh, different from Gary V, because yeah. he's going to ask. He's going to punch in the face. My yeah. thing is, you give, if yeah. you give enough, 
eventually you'll get. Yeah. You can't price like because DC maybe giving somebody a tour around the office. They say, oh, that's amazing. You guys did some ads. Who did them? They look amazing. Yes. Then you're going to get DC to tell you who it was. Totally. Why you we can't pay it. for that. You can't pay for it. Worth well more than putting their logo, which again was 10 times the size of yeah. ours over there yeah. on this thing and then sending it to us because this will never get hung now. So anyway, seeking with lesson, lesson to the young. Free lesson. Free lesson. All right, let's change gears and talk about thinking fast and slow. If you would like for me to send you messages like I send DG every yeah. day, just let me know. Hook yeah. me up. I'll find a, me on WhatsApp. It's slippery slope. A lot of people say they want that. They don't want they it. Don't want it. They, they don't, don't want, want it. it. They don't want it. They don't want it. Why did, uh, let's talk about thinking fast and slow. I got my notes. Okay, I have no notes. Uh, so I actually have notes because I read this book first time two years ago, which you put me on it. Mm -hmm. How was that experience? Oh, the book is long. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. So this is a book that I love. I try not to talk about it too much because you need to go through the training wheels first. Yeah. You need to have at least your black belt yeah. first degree before like, you get the red stripes on it. I would it. say if you haven't read Influence, mm -hmm. you can't, don't read no, this. No, 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 don't waste your time. Start with Cialdini. Obviously that's Influence. a classic. Start building classic. up into it. That's build an up. easy read, build up. This is um, third degree black belt, yeah. you know, red stripe level for you MMA yeah. people uh, <laughs> things here. Uh, you can't start with this. And I've made the mistake like I did with the young nephew over here, DG, aka the young nephew and to suggest this book and most people suffer mm. through this this one is a hard one to read it's not readable not an easy one but once you're black belted up there or if you're feeling ambitious pick up this book right here thinking fast and slow yeah. and someone on the team dan murphy young dan murphy yeah was tweeting recently that's what we do here tweet a lot and according <laughs> yeah. to elias elias says that our job is to tweet tweet all we do is tweet and he was talking about a service called blinkist B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Yep. Right? Free oh, promo. I've seen that. Free promo for you guys. Come on. Okay. That's how I'm feeling today. I've seen Generous. Blinkist. Sure. And Blinkist is an iPhone app and a website. And basically what they do is really good job. Uh, usually I don't like summaries, but they do a really good job at summarizing books and letting you digest them either through text or through audio or through both. Mm. And you sign up for a subscription service. We have no affiliation with Blinkist. No. I'm giving them free love today. Again. But the reason that I brought them up was that this book, Thinking Fast and Slow, is a Blinkist title. So if you don't feel ready to take this on, there's some good lessons that you can come out from the yeah. Blinkist version of it. Yeah. And AKA in the old days, we used to call them Cliff Notes. Cliff Notes. I don't know if they have Cliff Notes anymore. No, I would, I would be uh, before class. I would be in the computer, sparknotes.com, trying to Spark figure Note, out that's what, what, it's called. what, what okay. happened in the book. Yeah, yeah. And then praying that they didn't call on me. If you could believe it, I didn't read any books in uh, no. high school. Yeah. I would just read the Cliff Notes. So why is this such an important book? Like I got some stuff from the book that I want to talk about. But why wow. is it such an important book notes. for business people? Because the same reason we always talk about and the book influence and persuasion pre and all of these kind of things. The reason that I think it's so important is because the thing that we forget in life, in relationships, and in selling and marketing, but mm. it's in everything, in managing people, in life, managing relationships, and all of that, we always forget how we make decisions. Mm. Most people don't know. Even if you know, you forget how people make decisions. That's why we talk about influence and cognitive biases so much. But in Thinking Fast and Slow, Daniel Kahneman, amazing writer and uh, teacher, basically breaks down this kind of thinking into two types mm -hmm. of thinking, which he calls system one and system two, right? And system one is what we're 
used to thinking about, which is, is used to doing all of us, which is fast, intuitive, and emotional. Yeah. Right. We're making gut decisions. We're making decisions yeah. on the fly. I've seen somebody else talk about this in other articles as like, this is the reptilian brain. Yes. The right? rep- this wow. is the quick, fast reaction, right? I, I don't recognize the young nephew. Yeah, that's He's talking about reti- warm, reptilian brain. Right? That's the reptilian brain. Wow. Who are you? Check me out. Wow. That is not the young nephew I knew from before. This is European nephew. Yeah, this is right European here. nephew. He's getting all Bonjour. sophisticated with me. Okay, and then system two is your slower, more deliberate, and logical thinker. Yeah. So you would say Elias is a system one thinker, mm-hmm. emotional, yep. fast. Mm-hmm. I'm a system two thinker yep. by default, slower, well, deliberate, logical. So here's a good example, right? If you've been listening to the podcast recently, you know that one of like the DC hacks is the whole sleep on it thing. Sleep yeah, yeah, on yeah. it, sleep system on it, sleep two. on it, sleep on it. And I think that's really interesting because the reason why you do that is basically that's you acknowledging that you have system one Mm -hmm. and saying I don't want system one to influence my decision Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna sleep on it and then I'll make the decision totally where system one would say oh I loved her she's awesome we gotta hire her jump on it and so you gotta be able to we all have both some of us are more dominant in one system than the other you just have to learn how to control these things that's why we talk about cognitive biases so much about influence about persuasion about thinking fast and slow it's not that you can avoid these things well you can learn to monitor modulate and create guardrails for yourselves in order to control them. That's why I always go back to the Charlie Munger and he says something about one of the biases that he says that no matter how many years he thinks he has this under control, every year he looks back and he realizes that he had no control yes. over that bias. So I think that's why this is such an important business book. And I think if you've heard, listen to the podcast or you listen to us at all or DC, you hear a lot about these biases. And I think they break down, Kahneman breaks down all of the biases that people have. And so just to run you through a couple of them, I'll get your take. So confirmation bias, yep, we, we did an about episode this recently. The anchoring effect. This is such a powerful thing, the anchoring effect. And I think in this book, they use the example of of like the way I understood it was it's the reason why like if you go in warm water after it's cold yes. like oh. when you're cold out it's going to feel much warmer yep. but the reality is the temperature of that water it's is what it is exactly it's You've the been contrast but this is a anchoring is a technique that's mm. used by all the best sales people and marketers yes. so in a sales scenario this is where most people would encounter an art anchoring effect if you walked in to try to buy a super high priced item or someone was talking to you about a super high priced item they may first anchor you in the conversation by saying imagine the item the service, I wanted you to pay me $10,000, Sure. right? The first way that I would anchor you is to say something like, I was talking to this other person who does something similar to what I'm trying to sell you. They sell for $30,000 a month, mm-hmm. right? And what they're doing. So, and then blah, blah, blah. And then I can explain and finally tell you that I only charge $10,000. Mm-hmm. What I did just there was anchor you, mm-hmm. right? I set your relative, I set you to look at and evaluate me relative to the 30000 right? Where you might have come in with your own anchor and said like, I think whatever DC selling is worth five bucks, yep. I anchored you to 30000 yep. then talked you up a lot about that $30,000 person. And now when I deliver the 10,000, I relative to them, I seem cheap, Yeah. right? I'm I a third that. the cost. That's anchoring. Anchoring. In marketing, you can do the same thing. Marketers have done this forever. So when you see something like, uh, think about an infomercial, think about an ad, and they say, normally it costs yep. X, Y, Z, yep. and then they have a big X through yep. it, and then a discount. Discounting is a form of anchoring. Yes. I've anchored you. Yeah. I was just in American Eagle the other day with my daughter. I don't go to American Eagle. I'm, I'm hitting you with too okay. much stuff. The fans have been asking. Yeah. And I have, my daughter walks in, and she needed something. She's doing interviews for high school. And she said, wow, everything's always on sale at American Eagle. <laughs> like, you walk in, 
and everything has discount signs on. Yeah. And I taught her a little anchoring lesson. I said, I that. why do you think that is? And she said, and she's smarter than me. She said, that's probably just made up, right? That's actually the real price. And then they tell you that it's X percent more. So it makes you feel like you're getting a bargain every time. That's anchoring. And the point is like, you could say that to anybody. They're like, yeah, but the point is that people, we forget. We forget. We're all blind to this stuff. Totally. Right? And she, we've talked about it before. We walked in again and again, she thought at American Eagle, no affiliation with them. They having a great sale. When in reality, everything's always on sale there. Yeah. And one so, that I want to talk about yeah, here before go, you go on, nephew. Go, go, please. One of the great ones. And we here. can't give them all because I want people to go do the work. We can't be blinkist because they charge. This is free. But give I'm going to give them one more. No, I'm going to give them more because there's a lot more here. Anchoring is amazing. So I'm going to give you only one more because I've given you too much today. Yes. Relative to the number of six star reviews I've had, I've given too much today. Give, give, give. It must be broken. Must be broken. The halo effect. Mm. Here we go. Right, so the halo effect is a great one. I'm gonna show you a little example of the halo effect. Show me. I'm gonna show you this. Again, you need to be on YouTube here to see this. We have a little billboard here up in San Francisco. I know exactly where that is. Yep. But there is an Ikea sign above this billboard right here. So what just happened here? We got a little, so for the people who love Ikea, we got a little halo effect that just happened because of our association with Ikea here. We have no association with Ikea, but because their, our sign is next to their sign, mm. we just were able to get a little bit of the halo I love effect that. from them. A person we've talked about recently on the podcast was Shep Gordon, who is mm. a producer the producer for the halo Alice effect. Cooper, the master of the halo effect. He called it the light bulb effect. Mm -hmm. He was a music producer. Whenever he had a new artist, he would bring them around and get other famous people around them. So people would say, who is that guy with Sinatra? Yeah. Oh, that's my new so-and-so. He must be famous. Must He's be hanging famous. with Sinatra. He's hanging with Sinatra. Exactly. That's the halo effect. Now, let's not give them any more because okay. we've given them too much. Yeah. There. I want to, yeah, there's, there's too many more. Look, you got to go out and read the book. Read the book. Get the book. Listen to the episode. Leave a six-star review. Send me a screenshot, and I will send you the book but, for free. But my takeaway is I want you to take away the thing that I've learned recently is that, to me, being a good marketer is not about understanding the technology, the tactics, nope. Nope. the hacks, whatever. Nope. If you can understand this stuff, mm. if you can understand how people think and how people behave and how people buy, you can find people that you can work with that can go and do all of those other things. This is the magic. This, this is, the, is magic the magic in selling. This is the magic in marketing. But it's like studying and a lot of people don't want to put in the work and do it. Yep. And what I found from even some of our, our amazing listeners out there is that most people aren't good at knowing this stuff. Some of them are good at digesting this stuff, learning. They've learned some stuff from the podcast, which is the goal of the podcast, yeah. right? To share some of this stuff uh -huh. and help other people learn and grow. But they're not good yet at applying any of this stuff. Mm. So they'll do the work. They'll read it. They'll understand it theoretically. They'll enjoy it but they're not doing the work to then figure out how do I apply this in the thing that I do. And we suffer from that ourselves. Sure. And we talk about this sure. stuff all the time. We study it all the time still uh, because we still don't have the level of frameworks and processes that we need to have for everything that we do to make sure that we're applying the lessons that we're learning from the stuff we're talking about today. Amen. Love it. All right. We're out of here. All right. Six star reviews only. Here. We will uh, talk to you. Next time we'll talk to you will be after Halloween, which everybody is anxiously What's Halloween? We, we're a global phenomenon. <laughs> what, what is Halloween? 
Halloween is what is the definition? It's American. Halloween? Halloween is American holiday where people dress up in costumes. In costumes. And they go around and they Which, get candy. Which, if you explain it that way, it is the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. Ever. Who knows where it comes from? <laughs> but we are based in Massachusetts here, and at this office at Drift, and there's a place called Salem, Massachusetts, which yeah. is world famous world for famous. their Halloween celebrations. I will not be going there. No. DC's call to action was leave six stars. My call to action is I want you to Google New York Knicks head coach and then tweet at me if you think that looks like David Cancel. Okay? All That's right. all I want. Tweet at us. Thank you. See ya.